Welcome to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. This is a deep dive into my life, my stories, my experiences, the things that I love to talk about, the things that inspire me, and my thoughts and observations about the world. This is a podcast where you'll mostly find me sharing myself uncensored, but where you will also meet amazing guests and hear about topics that will inspire you to keep learning, to keep searching for your truth, and to guide you to be unapologetically you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today um, to introduce you to a very amazing person um, who I've had the honor of um, taking a beautiful course with called Beyond the Planets. Uh, This is Erica Othen, and um, I'll introduce uh, her to you a little bit, and then we're going to get to talk about some really amazing, um, powerful stuff that I think you guys are going to really love. So Erica Othen is an international astrologer, a spiritual teacher, an empowerment coach, and the co-host of the hit show Her Story featured on High Vive TV. Erica has pioneered, among many, many things, (laughs) she has pioneered two revolutionary healing modalities, uh, the Starseed DNA Akashic Activation and the Inner Goddess Activation, and her astrology readings provide a crystal clear channel into elaborate blueprint, the elaborate blueprint of your soul. So thank you, Erica, so much for being here with us. Um, I'm going to kind of hand it over to you if you want to, you know, introduce yourself a little bit um, and let us know a little bit about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much, Jai. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity to connect with you, with your tribe, your soul family, everyone that is watching. Um, I just want to say it has really been an honor to have you in Beyond the Planets because I just feel like your presence, especially in the chat when I'm teaching, you always have so many um, really uplifting and insightful things to say. I appreciate your enthusiasm for learning all of this information. Um, Yeah, it was really beautiful because when we were kind of connecting right before this podcast, there was so much about your personal journey with astrology that really reminds me of my own. Mm. We were talking about how um, for you, you've kind of been like from, you know, really diving deep with it this year, and you're just uncovering all of this wisdom in a way that it's like remembering it. And for me, that is truly how I feel. It's astrology has always been something that has fascinated me even as a little child or like a little girl, I would have little astrology books and I always really loved it. And I feel now being a professional astrologer and and now a teacher and a mentor, I am just doing something that my soul has done many, many lifetimes. So I am bringing it back to share it, to share this knowledge. I really love teaching. It lights me up in such a bright way to be able to like talk about this kind of stuff and it resonates and people want to know more and it's cool and we can kind of I always say like nerd out together <laughs> yes like, just love it I love it so much um it's astrology is truly one of my passions mentoring and teaching this a knowledge is just one of my greatest passions and it is an honor to be able to share it with you so thank you for for having me yeah thank you so much you know i've been for a long time it almost it it seems like i've been waiting to really find um, some kind of like men- mentor myself, you know what I mean? Because I, it's like, I'm new to the astrology world, although it feels so natural <laughs> to be here. <laughs> like I just like melted with it, you know? Um, so, but I, but it just feels really, it's really amazing to me. Um, when I first discovered 
you in, you know, through the Leo King, David Palmer and his channel, High Vibe. And um, I, I remember you went live with him um, and you and you were announcing your new course called Beyond the Planets. And I was like, listening and I was like who is she you know what I mean I was like where did she come from you know and I had no idea you guys had like this amazing beautiful history together and like I just I felt like this very this very powerful sort of like drawn in energy and I knew right away that that I was like this is exactly where I need to be I was like you know this person just kind of showed up and now I'm like oh my god God, like it just feels like a whole nother door has opened for me really with the world of astrology. And I do want to make sure that, that everyone that knows that, you know, gets readings from me, that you are one of my biggest inspirations right now in terms of like the whole topic of star seeds, which is your, you know, your kind of main thing, right? Yeah, it's definitely, I would say an expertise and I love, love, love connecting with my star seed star fam it's like one of my most uh cherished offerings that i have in a way that i can really show up and be of service i love um you know connecting and doing the star seed readings because it's just it really illuminates such a beautiful dimension of why we've incarnated here now how we can best show up with our gifts, how we can shine our light, how we can use our voice and and these gifts to support humanity in this new age. And also like where our soul is ascending. I mean, there's just so many beautiful different layers that a starseed Akashic activation can really uncover and dive deep into and a big part of that is the mission like like the soul's mission on why they're here and how they can best show up in their highest light and highest expression to support that you know when I was little I tell this story a lot of times when I was little I remember so I I was born in Argentina I think most of my listeners know that, but I remember looking up at the sky with my dad. There's this like thing, right? With my dad, like, and I remember looking up and in, in, in Spanish, we called Orion's belt. We called it uh, in Argentina. There's a phrase they they say, las tres Marias, Mm. the three Marys. That's what the three, the Orion's belt, the three little stars are called in Argentina. Like everyone knows them by that name, that little part of the constellation. And I just remember like, uh, there's moments where I have been, you know, through my life and I've had this sort of like, whenever I look up at the stars, there's this like, oh, there's this like home, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've just feel this like call, like they're calling me. And that has just always been that way. And I'm curious, you know, I grew up feeling very different that, from my family. That, I mean, there was this, this, this thing about me that I felt almost like I was born into the wrong family or I was weird or there was something wrong with me. I was so sensitive. Even my dad one time told me that he thought I was so sensitive I would never make it in the world. And later on in life, he said, you know, now I realize that your sensitivity is you are the strongest one. <laughs> you know what Superpower, I mean? Power, right? It's yes. Superpower. So, yes, exactly. And I mean, it was so beautiful to like, you know, receive that. But also I'm curious as to like, did you, did you have a similar experience growing up? Like when you were little, like, did you feel the, the stars kind of calling you? Oh, absolutely. When I was a little girl, I just loved to look up at the stars. I was always very connected to like the celestial realms, but also the earth. It's it's interesting. I do have a moon in Taurus, so Mm. that kind of grounds me and I can really appreciate the earth, but my soul is very cosmic and I feel like this beautiful, like, um, just genuine resonance with the celestial realms. I was definitely a very, 
I mean, I kind of, I guess, like a unique child. I didn't have a lot of friends. It was me and my brother. And I would just lay in my mom's garden, like with the flowers and the little bugs. And sometimes even little like animals would come through and like they would be my friends and like my imaginary friends, like have very, very vivid imagination. So I was like in my own world and creating my own worlds very much as a child. And there was always this beautiful resonance with the stars. There always was. Um, I mean, so where I am now, I live in Southern California, but I love to drive out to Joshua Tree, the desert. And um, I always associate uh, the desert as a place for healing because mm -hmm. I sit in ceremony there, but sometimes it's just experiencing the stars and seeing the Milky Way and how beautiful and expansive it is and how the stars actually connect with one another as like a crystalline grid mm -hmm. <laughs> that is always there. It's mind blowing how beautiful it is. And now to be able to use those stars as a map in order <laughs> to uncover all of this magic, like I feel like that is the secret. Like they're there. <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs> There. And it's just like all in plain sight, but it's kind of hidden, just waiting to be uncovered and unlocked and revealed. And I love being this like ambassador to people yes. to be able to like read these maps to be, you know, for them to really tune in to the true beauty and nature of their soul to, to connect to the divinity within. I feel that astrology is really such a beautiful modality for that, to connect on such a deep soul level to who you are, why you're here, how you can best embrace your gifts, what challenging things do you have that your soul has chosen to work with and work on and work through so you can evolve and transform and grow to bring some of those like challenging aspects into harmony and resonance. We have the, the, the map is all there. It's all know, there, literally written in the stars. Oh God, I love that. <laughs> so magical. Yes. It's so like, it's so magical. So yeah, I love connecting with, I say my starseed star fam. I always feel like a little mama bear to the starseed. That's like characterizing <laughs> talking, but it is an honor and a blessing to be able to reconnect, reunite, and really just hold up this beautiful mirror for people to see this, the true brilliance of their soul. Mm, oh my God, that's such a good way to put it. Yes. And you know, I think more and more people are really starting to, I mean, we talked a little bit about this before we, we, we started recording that, you know, we're in this great awakening time. We're in these you know, there's a big shift going on right now. We're moving, you know, into Aquarian age and people are starting to, I think the, the veil is thinning for one and people are starting to feel like there's so much more than meets the eye. There's so much more than just what's here in front of me. Like I am more than this, you know, like I, I have a, like, I want to feel like purely alive and in order to feel purely alive, like you have to connect. And I think that there's some, there, there's a little bit of like, uh, not like amnesia, but in a way it's like, almost like we've forgotten yeah. where we come from. And I think astrology is making this huge comeback because right now it's like, we're kind of being given these gifts. You know, like, I feel like the, the astrology has really like, you know, okay, now use this tool once again, bring it back into mainstream and, and let, you know, those that feel called to be those channelers. Cause I really do, you know, my, my whole little slogan thing is like channel for grace. And I feel that because 
when I, and I didn't even know anything about stars or fixed stars in a chart or anything yet, but I remember looking at my 12th house and having all this like Gemini, North Node, Venus, Chiron in my 12th house and feeling like, I am a channel for something, you know, cause like that 12th house, you know? And so I was like, channel for grace. And one day that phrase just like came to me and it fit. It was like, yes. And then I started to tap in, you know, to the gift and what really, and I started to learn. And so now when I look at my chart, I'm like, I was totally born for this. I was born. You know what I mean? So like, but I feel like more people are kind of waking up. Like what's my mission? Like, I, I want to be something too. Like, yeah. So our light is needed now more than ever before, especially with star seeds and light workers and light leaders. It's so important that we remember this aspect of ourselves so we can hold space for the collective to move through these turbulent times because mm-hmm. they're wild and we, we did touch on this but i i really do feel that now 2020 was this catalyst for the great awakening we are experiencing the great awakening in real time and this is a process just like any birth and rebirth and transform transform transformational process it takes time it's not a magic wand so those of us that are embodying this and have been on the healing path for some time, we can hold space because we've emotionally processed a lot of these things. So we can best show up to hold space for others to remember the light within them, mm. to remember their gifts, to embrace just different tools to help us through through the chaos, through the change, through the transformation so that we can rebuild into this new age. You and know, yeah. It's really beautiful. An age is like 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. So us incarnating at this time mm-hmm. is so significant to help support humanity through these shifts. And how do we do that? By remembering who we truly are, by remembering why we're here, by sharing our gifts with the world. One of my favorite things is that we're all to say, and like a mantra, is that we're all born with special gifts. But how we embrace those gifts, how we share those gifts are our gifts to God. There are gifts to humanity. There are gifts to our friends, our family, our community, our loved ones. How how do we show up better? And I really do feel that um, remembering this aspect of ourselves can really help support us in expanding into our greatness. Mm. Yes, completely. And, you know, when I um, started kind of looking at charts, I remember um, thinking, you know, this is like, it's a beautiful, it's a blueprint, really, it's a blueprint for your personality. But now that I've started to add the asteroids, you know, and the stars, because I've been like dabbling into it already, but like really excited to learn more about, I feel like this really adds a whole nother dimension to astrology 100 percent, and and to me it feels like to me specifically i'm like that's where it's at either either that's what i was meant to sort of also look at but it's also where i feel the most drawn towards so for someone who maybe is very new to astrology you know, what, what, how would you describe, um, what, what are, what are these sort of starseed markings or, um, you know, how would you, um, incorporate that maybe into a chart? Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll kind of start from the beginning on how I first 
discovered all of it. I love that. Yeah. I think it would be really interesting. So I've always had a resonance with astrology. I re even as a child, as I had mentioned earlier, I was looking up at the stars and reading little astrology books. And it is really a soul remembrance. When I met David, we met on a reality show, which was crazy, but perfect for both of us. And then he was a practicing astrologer at that time. And me meeting him and we became friends at first, it like opened up this whole new channel for me because then I started remembering, wow, the depth of astrology. I started remembering like all of these codes. He really, we activated each other in remembering many, many codes. Um, and so that was around 2009, 2010. And then around 2012, a book came into my life in a very unlikely way. I was actually working at this nightclub in Hollywood and someone that I was working with, her mother happened to come and visit in the beginning of the shift and she wanted to introduce me to her mother and her mother hands me this book and she goes, I think you would really appreciate this. She didn't know me. It was just this really serendipitous connection in a nightclub in Hollywood. It's like, what is happening? So the book was Bringers of the Dawn by Of course. Of course. I bring home. So David and I were living together at the time. And I bring this book home and I'm like, huh, look at this. I'm like, um, such and such mom like just handed me this and said that I should read this. And I feel like like maybe we both should read this or something. And David actually read it first. So he read it and he was like, Erica, you have to read this book. And I was like, okay, I, I will. Well, it took me a little time. I read it the moment that I like every chapter, every word just resonated at such this deep soul level the, the reading the book for me was such an activation and such a deep soul remembrance. I'm like, where has this book been all my life? Why does this resonate so much? <laughs> for those who are not familiar with Burners of the Dawn, um, Barbara Marciniak is a Pleiadian channel. The Pleiades are a star system. They're a star nation known as the Seven Sisters. And I was like, this resonates at such a deep soul level. And I feel just reading the book, holding the book was like an upgrade. I don't know how, it was like a quantum upgrade for me. I don't even know how else to explain it. And I was like, well, where is the Pleiades? Like, why does this book resonate at like the deepest frequency, like in my bones? So I looked it up and the Pleiades, that star system, the seven sisters, 26 degrees of Taurus to zero degrees of Gemini. My sun sign is zero degrees of Gemini. When I was born, wow. I was right there in the Pleiades. So then it was like, like a whole big channel. And I'm like, it resonates because I'm Pleiadian. That's where I'm from. And then, so I got all of these downloads of like, I'm here, I'm a messenger. I'm here to share this. How can I share this? What can I do? And I just like devoted, I mean, just prayer and meditation and sitting in ceremony since 2012, I received all of these downloads on what this is and how I can use the map of the stars, a blueprint of a soul, a natal chart, to help others uncover this beautiful dimension of who they are. Mm -hmm. I, I always look at it as just like if we were to take a DNA test now, like in our actual physical body. I love that. Yes. Many of us would like some people think, well, I'm French and, and my parents said I'm French and I'm this and that, you know, so I'm just French. And then they take this DNA test and it's like, well, but you're also Italian and you have a little bit of Middle Eastern and you have some South South African and, and you find all of the, this richness to, to your actual physical body DNA, mm -hmm. like your 3D DNA. 
DNA, I look at a starseed Akashic DNA as going beyond that to your soul. We have lived, for those that resonate with incarnation, reincarnation, so many lifetimes beyond Earth. Mm -hmm. to different star systems, different planets, different galaxies, different dimensions. This is unveiling a quantum experience that our souls have lived. And the beauty of remembering it is we can take that knowledge, those gifts, and just turn it back on and use it here to support ourselves and to, to really... Mm, just embody our highest potential, embody our greatest expression, embody our gifts, because being here as a human on earth, yes, we love the stars. Yes, it's amazing. But how do we embody this? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're here to do in this earth game, earth school, right? Actually bringing these gifts and embody them. It's right. beautiful to kind of, and I'm a lot of air. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. Trust me, I know. <laughs> we have so much energy together like that, that between you and yeah. I, Jai, like we have so much synergy. So how do you best embody Body, these gifts, this frequency of light. It's a frequency of light. Mm -hmm. Light is information. Light is consciousness. Light is wisdom. Light is the pathway to enlightenment. And when we can embody this light, that's how we can best show up in our brightest way. Mm. That's how we can best embrace these gifts. Um, really, I, I do want to add this, Jai, because a beautiful synchronicity to what, how you shared when you were a child and you would sit with your dad looking up at the stars and how you would envision Orion's belt and you had that connection to Orion's belt and you knew it and you felt it and that felt like home to you. Knowing your chart a little bit by what we went over, you have a connection to Orion. One mm. of your starseed markings is Orion with that beautiful nine degree Gemini Venus mm -hmm. that you have, mm -hmm. that be your sun at 13 degrees, you're mm -hmm. rising, that's all Orion. So how beautiful, like that is where you're so from. intense. <laughs> You knew it as a child. Even your dad knew it. Like those are Orion starseed markings, sister. Mm, oh my God. You know, like, of course, of course, like that's kind of how that makes me feel. I mean, I, to me, there, see, there's something about when I started on my spiritual path, when I, when I, what really happened was this. Okay. So we were born in Argentina and we moved to the U.S. when I was like seven, eight. I don't remember exactly because, my, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, Whoa. but, you know, so it's like, you know, seven or eight. <laughs> Maybe I was nine. I don't know. But we came to California and we moved and, we, you know, I grew up there. Um, but that serious uprooting. I mean, it was gnarly. It was one of the oh, my God, it was one of the hardest things who like it's still like uh you know like it weakens you you know and and i just remember like that uprooting of everything we knew that we were and it was like ripped away because that's how you feel as a child of course that's not the the actual experience of it but like when you're a child and you have these traumatic experiences they are like gigantic things yeah they're, they're so much they're so much bigger for a kid so this like uprooting, like, you know, being torn away from everything I loved, like my cats. And I mean, it was like a lot. And then being placed in a new country where we didn't even speak the language. And then we're like, just go to school now, <laughs> you know, and it's like, like, I don't even know how to ask the teacher how to go to the bathroom, you know, and like things like that. And so I would like make friends with like the the Spanish speaking students and like I and then my and then I would get in trouble because I was supposed to be learning English you know <laughs> so Vizina was like this traumatic 
thing. And then I remember too, this is so funny, but I remember too, my favorite movie is The Little Mermaid. It's always been, it's always been. Mine too. <laughs> but there was just because of the singing, right? So that, so there's, there's a singing thing like that. There, there's a gift that has come through me and it's my voice and my voice. And people have said this to me many times. Um, but where I was getting to is like, you know, that whole transition of just being so challenging and so difficult. It actually it was exactly what I needed because it didn't allow me to get stuck in one mentality or one way of seeing the world. It forced me like, you know, just like complete total tower moment as a child where I was, I was like an orphan. It was like, I became an orphan. And so my whole life after that, I know it intuitively. I feel like I just want to find home. And, and I felt so different in my family. And I felt so like, I don't know, but there's just something's missing. I actually literally have a song called nothing's missing, but, but like just this process of finding home and finding home in it. And I've always been searching. It's like, my life has been an entire search. Like I cannot stop until I find it. And now that I've found astrology and now that I found, you know, all this information, the starseed markings and the asteroids and the goddess and the hidden planets and the signs and blah, blah, you know, just go on and on. It's just like music to my ears because it's like that missing piece. And now that, you know, discovering even my own chart, like what these markings are and making these connections is like, whoa, it's just a whole nother real it's like it becomes you I, I finally feel like I've found home and I know that there's so many people that feel like they they don't know they don't feel that you know they haven't found home and I know that this is something that can really help people like find that connection and it's a difficult thing to sort of step into because we're told that you know astrology is not real or it's not scientific or you know like mainstream that hasn't really yet found you know like a place for this and so it's it's sort of it's a difficult thing but what I would say is like if you feel called intuitively that's that's what you have to listen to more than anything else and that's something that I've noticed you know like my whole life has been a search and I feel like I've finally coming back home and realizing, okay, like I'm exactly where I need to be. And the way I got here was because I listened Mm -hmm. to that deep calling. Yeah. 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 So beautiful. It's, it really is. And it's, it's, it's a resonance and sometimes it's just an open mind and an open heart to just Mm -hmm. sort of want to learn question. I really believe in questioning everything. You know, so for those that it doesn't resonate, that's okay. I think astrology, I always say that too, especially when getting a reading with someone or learning about this kind of stuff. If it resonates, then yes. If it doesn't, then just allow it to float away, you know? But working with the asteroids and the starseed markings and all of this, which it's just... I love it. I love it. I feel like it really just is, it's so fulfilling for me because it does add this whole other dimension, this whole other richness to astrology um, that could really open up new channels for people to see themselves in, in a new light, in a new way. Um, yeah, the and it, so just kind of touching on the asteroids for a moment too, in traditional astrology, the feminine expressions are the moon mm-hmm. and Venus. So the moon being, and we all have a moon sign, but it's kind of like a very maternal energy. It's more the subconscious. It's our feelings. It's our emotions. It is our inner child, how we nurture and nourish yourself. And then Venus is represented as how we love, the lover. So how we give and receive love, our heart. It's a frequency of the feminine within for men or for women, not related to gender. But when you bring 
in the asteroids, it's a whole other dimension of beautiful colors of richness. I always um, equate it to like painting a beautiful picture. And instead of painting with just like yellow and blue, you have all of these other shades of blue, like indigo and um, like aquamarine and all, like even maybe some violets. It, it brings in all of these other dimensions of feminine energy that's not traditionally used. And it's a beautiful wealth of information that comes through. The asteroid are can be subtle but as it's embraced the the expression is embraced there is just such a depth and a synergy and a richness to it I also feel that those who it's mm, like consciousness as our consciousness is evolved those asteroids will just sing they mm. will just sing in someone's chart and it's really beautiful the more that as i've been doing this work and sharing these different readings and sessions and activations i feel those you know, who are really open and ready to receive, like wanting to know more about their asteroids. It just opens up a whole new beautiful channel. It's one of my favorite. I, I really just love working with them and teaching about them and sharing mm -hmm. knowledge. It's, yeah, it's the best. Yeah, no, it's completely like, it, for me, like I said, it's like, it feels like it's what has been missing. <laughs> you know, up until this point, I'm like, oh my God. God. And, I, and I've known like, okay, eventually it's like, you know, you start somewhere and then you want to know more and then you want to know more. At least I do. Yeah. Like it never ends. Like, I'm just like, I want to know more and more and more. And it does feel like I, I, this was the next phase. And so, like I said, like the, you know, the course that I'm taking with you right now called beyond the planets has been that like answer to my own prayers in my own, like astrology sort of little path of, of like learning and going, taking it to that next level. So it's been amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you um, a couple of last questions. And one of them is, you know, right now we talked a little bit about how um, this, you know, 2020 is this big shift, it's this big change. And knowing a little bit of like what some of the transits are that are coming up, like, you know, we're, we're moving into eclipse season, we're gonna, you know, the solstice is gonna be its own little, you know, that Saturn, Jupiter and Aquarius conjunction. And like, there's so, you know, just knowing a little bit of, you know, what's coming and taking into consideration what the world feels like right now, what would you tell someone who is kind of struggling to kind of find themselves right now? So 2020 has been an intense year. There's a lot of energy in the collective. There's just a lot going on with our consciousness. So in order to best navigate these wild times, they're beautiful and exciting, but also crazy and chaotic. And it can be really <laughs> overwhelming, especially for very sensitive souls and empathic souls. Taking this time, honoring that much of this has been guiding us to a sacred pause, to just slow down, to go within, to find sanctuary and solace and a connection within to be able to disconnect from a lot of the different narratives that we have going on. It's so important to detach and unplug and self-care, especially for those that are very sensitive, like number one tuning in to things that just make you feel good, make you feel nourished, make you feel safe. A lot of that is creating boundaries, mm. I think, energetically with what you're letting in in your field or even just, you know, opting out of certain conversations or, you know, just not going there because there's a lot of duality there's a lot of contrast there's a lot of distortion mm. going on in our field and to be able to just sort of tune it out create boundaries around that to go within is a really good way to find some peace 
Find mm. balance. Grounding, so important right now, especially for our cosmic souls. It's so important to ground, to do things like just even going outside, taking off your shoes, going on the grass, um, you know, connecting with the earth, connecting with the nature, breathing, connecting with your breath, deep, slow breaths to just like ground and calm, finding that peace, tuning in, sound healing, meditation, prayer, Prayer has been huge, number one, like so, so, so significant for me through these times when I start to feel my own energy getting a little frazzled, bringing it back like to my heart and praying, saying affirmations, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. uh, everything, it's, in, it's all divine. It's all in God's plan. Keeping, holding on to that frequency of faith through prayer and affirmations is gonna be a beautiful channel to, to hope, to hold on to like a higher frequency, to raise your frequency um, and give yourself a really beautiful Mm, just just you're, you're connecting to your own inner guidance right your own inner sovereignty mm -hmm. sovereignty is a really big thing for everything that's going on um because a lot of what's happening this year within the collective it's a life force strain yeah for sure so creating healthy boundaries around that and just saying like, I'm not going there, but I'm sending it love and it's all good and having compassion for mm -hmm. yourself, for other people, for the process, for your own process, for everyone's journey, just sending love, compassion and tuning in to your own sovereignty amidst, amidst all of like the craziness and the chaos mm -hmm. is number one to help find that balance. 100%. What do you think is the most important message for humanity to hear right now? Because it's more than just, you know, we, you know, we both live in the United States and we know what's happening, but I think the whole world is like yeah, so watching, you know. Sovereignty. Sovereignty is so important not giving your power away to paradigms to different things that are purposed to deplete it so to mm -hmm. find spaces for that connection within is so important in order to really anchor in and affirm your sovereignty for instance you know in the united states a lot is talking where, you know, and, and all over the world, censorship, we're experiencing that on so many different levels. Mm -hmm. um, people are questioning what's going to happen with our freedom. How can we protect this? How can we protect our liberty? Is this something that can be taken away from this, from us? The moment you tap into your personal sovereignty and you just allow like radical trust, surrendering, connecting with the divine, with source, with God, whatever resonates and feels true to you, connecting to your light, to your spirit, to your soul in that way, affirming that for yourself, you will always be tapped into your own personal sovereignty. Mm. That's how we are internally free. Satnam. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No what other sort of whatever paradigm or structure tries to persuade us that that is not the case. All souls are eternally free. Remembering that, reclaiming it, mm. reclaiming your yes. sovereignty. You will always be able to resurrect that. And the beauty of it, the moment that you reclaim it, you just say, I am sovereign. I am free. You reclaim that aspect. And so it is. Mm. It is yes. universal law. And so it is. 
So expressing that, using your voice as a vehicle for that manifestation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Really no. Important. Oh my God. Courage. courage. Courage is so important now to try to tap into that um, in order to anchor in your truth, to express your truth. Courage will help sustain through all of these wild times for what's to come. Yes. (laughs) Remembering that, right? Like remembering tapping into your, your courage to be able to express yourself and share your gifts. And it's like, well, how, how do we do that? How do we tap into that? It takes time and practice. And uh, for me, something that has been really helpful with the courage is like doing mirror work. Mm. If you're familiar mm-hmm. uh, with what mirror work is. So when I am feeling like I really want to connect within and I want to just sort of, I feel mirror work is one of the best things that we can gift ourselves as a expression of self-love and self-care. So you just go in front of a mirror, you look right into your, your eyes, right into your soul, you connect right with yourself and your eyes and you just say, affirmations that come through like i love you i am so proud of you it's really good if you say your name too right so for me it would be like i love you erica i am so proud of you erica keep shining your light erica you are beautiful erica like like affirming that to yourself almost speaking to yourself like you're a little child or maybe even saying the things that as a little child you wanted to hear gifting yourself that now, just allowing it to like just flow, so healing on so many levels to express that to Mm. yourself as you look into your own eyes. Mm. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, no, I I didn't know about that, but I sure going to start practicing for sure. Cause I think that is, that is totally 100%. We need to be confident and courageous in ourselves and feel that grounding and hold on to our, our sovereignty right now and feel that truly no one can really take that away. Yes. Yes, exactly. No matter what happens, no one can take that away from us. We always have that. And it's tuning into and it's remembering it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and I, I want to share too with mirror work. When I first began it, it was such an emotional experience for me. I said, um, you can even start by just saying, I love you, and then your name, and say it three times. When I first started it in that way, I was. I was crying. I almost couldn't get the words out. And I just allowed myself to like cry and have that release. And it was so emotional. It was like my soul was craving that connection. Yeah. So if you feel, if you practice that and emotions come up and come through, let them flow. I really feel, and this is probably my cancer rising talking, but our tears are our diamonds Mm. and our emotions and our feelings and allowing them to flow and allowing this release right now, so healing Mm. and can really help us process and integrate things on our journey. Yes, completely agree. Thank you so much for for being here thank you for coming on to the podcast it's been an honor a pleasure to have this conversation with you i think right now you know we really need it and this podcast is this episode is coming out on the the day of the new moon in scorpio which is you know another little beginning and initiation into like more 
deep <laughs> diving, you know, like going within and really uncovering truth and letting that kind of shine out and speak for itself. And that is more of like that, you know, that Scorpio Pluto, like stand in your power. So I think this is the perfect timing for this episode to come out. Did you want to say something? Yeah, what a beautiful catalyst for self-healing and transformation to, if it resonates, use this energy of the new moon in Scorpio to connect within, to give yourself that gift of the mirror work. Mm. saying affirmations because a new moon is such a beautiful time to say affirmations and set intentions so to be able to connect with yourself on a soul level through the mirror work could be a really beautiful embodiment practice perhaps beautiful I love that well thank you so much again um for being here with us um I look forward to maybe having another conversation in the future and um if there's anything else you'd like to say to everybody feel free Yeah, I'm so thankful. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity to connect with you on your beautiful channel for grace. Just, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful reflection of you and your energy and your gifts and what you're here to share and your message that you're here to share with the world. So truly honored and feeling really blessed to be able to share in this way with you. Um, for those who would like to connect with me. Yes, further, please. You can find me on my website, thespiritualchannel.com. There I offer some natal chart soul sessions as well as the starseed DNA Akashic activations and some inner goddess activations. So many astrology offerings there. Also my course, Beyond the Planets. If you would like to join us there, it is open enrollment. So it's amazing. It's an amazing class. <laughs> yes. We're beyond the planets. We love connecting with our with our soul family there to learn more and discover how you too can uncover all of this information and this knowledge and then my instagram is crystalline codes if you would like to connect with me there so yeah beautiful and i will yeah yeah, I'll connect your 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 social, your Instagram to um, the description of this podcast if anybody's looking for that. Um, but again, thank you so much. Um, it was an awesome to have you here. Super exciting conversation. And I hope that you guys that are listening have really enjoyed this. And uh, we will see you again next time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Channel for Grace Uncut podcast. If you loved this episode and this podcast, make sure that you subscribe and leave a review. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as Channel for Grace, and you can discover a world of amazing offerings on my website. If you want to learn astrology, if you want to learn what it means to discover your inner sacred feminine, if you're curious about the current astrology and how it's affecting you, if you want private readings of astrology and tarot, or or if you're looking for awesome jewelry designs and Zodiac themes jewelry, then please check out my website, channelforgrace.guru. I will see you soon on my next episode. Mm-hmm.